Thank you for listening to another episode of Recovery Nuggets Podcast. What's up, all you Recovery Nuggets? This week's episode is a mini nugget. That's right, a mini nugget. It's been a minute. So I wanted to hop on and see how everybody was doing. I'm doing pretty good. It is a Wednesday. I'm a little late getting this out today, but that was always my goal was to put it out on Wednesday. So better late than never. And um, winter is upon us. And I was thinking about the seasons. There's always different seasons in your recovery. And I've been through so many that, you know, I thought I would use this book that I read as a um, kind of a commentary or a jumping off point on winter. And the book is called Discover Inner Peace, a guide to spiritual well-being by Mike George. It's just a quick excerpt from, he has a section called Seasons of the Spirit. And in winter, it says, he has a poem in the middle of it. It's it's beautifully illustrated. It's well-written. There's lots of different quotes in different parts of the books. And it says, in the depth of winter, I finally learned that there was an invincible summer in me, Albert Camus. And then the quote below that, in every winter's heart, there is a quivering spring. Khalil Gibran, he was a poet. He wrote The Prophet. And so the first paragraph, which is what I really like, it says, by stripping away illusory comforts, luxuries, and distractions, winter presents us with a spiritual challenge. It is natural for us to focus inwardly at this time, to confront our home situation, our relationships with others, the path that we have set for our life's journey. What better season could there be to ensure that we have done enough work on ourselves during the preceding calendar year, that we have been sufficiently thorough in stripping away illusions and props and exposing the deepest realities? The skeletal branch branches of bare trees stark under a winter sky offer a visual reminder of the process that we must go through to arrive at uncompromising spiritual understanding. And then later on, there's a paragraph where it says, um, against the symbol of the heart, we might play place the contrasting symbol of the snowflake a perfectly symmetrical mandala, the snowflake melts on contact with most surfaces. There could be no more truthful image of the transience of earthly life and the importance of experiences that take us beyond the physical. And um, I was thinking about winter time in relation to recovery. And the he talks about stripping away illusory, comforts, luxuries, and distractions. And recovery for me has been a lot of that, like unlearning the stripping away of things, letting go of things. And, you know, a lot of them are, it's kind of like old conditioning and old ways of being and old ways of operating in the world. And, 
being so defensive and, you know, just kind of, you know, I shared about in the fall watching the leaves falling away from the trees. They don't, the leaves don't fight it. They just kind of easily, with the right breeze, fall away. And then in winter, just like recovery, where he was talking about, you know, these stark branches and the cold gray skies of the winter. I think I added some stuff there, but that image is is powerful because, you know, when you ride around and there's no no green and if the light's right, the tree trunks just look black and they're bare and vulnerable and exposed. You know, that's really how it felt for me when I got clean. I mean, all of the fluff, all of the persona, everything was just stripped bare. And there was no protection. There was no way to run and hide with drugs and alcohol. And and so there I was, you know, just stuck. And yet the trees, the trees survive in the winter. I mean, they just, um, I was reading about how the reason the leaves fall away, and I think I shared about it on that fall podcast was the tree knowingly withholds the water from the branches and the leaves because it knows it needs to conserve for the winter. Like winter is coming. Winter is coming for all of you Game of Thrones fans. And, um, you know, there's, there's different seasons in recovery. And, and like right now there's a big change, I think within me and, my recovery and my life. And, you know, after the past three years of the pandemic and everything that has gone on, you know, I think part of it was just thinking, well, we're going to go back to normal. And it really hasn't gone back to whatever normal, the idea of normal is. So not only has day-to-day life changed, but I've changed. And so I look at things different and things don't necessarily excite me like they used to, or, um, I think it's given us time to reflect and pause and really see what's important. And that's the same thing with recovery, like putting down the drugs and alcohol really just gave me time to be with myself. And what I found out early in recovery is I didn't like myself when I was using, you know, I didn't like myself before I started using. How about that? And that was just how I felt. I felt less than, and I felt something was wrong. I didn't fit in or whatever. And um, yet I was a confident, somewhat arrogant person towards you know the end of high school and college but i still was a good person so there was a lot going on that i really didn't know how to process and so once alcohol and drugs were introduced it kind of helped me mask the insecurities that i wasn't really sure where they came from i didn't even i didn't even think about it back then and so all those years trying to mask it with 
persona, clothes, jobs, whatever I used to like to talk about and brag about or talk about myself. It was just a way of masking that I just didn't feel enough as I was. Like I had to embellish it, you know. I remember lying about stupid stuff too, you know, like where'd you get that shirt? It could have been like um, the Gap or something. And then, but I would have to say Banana Republic. Like, I, like just, just make it just look a little bit better, you know? And that's a kind of a silly example, but I, I just remember doing that kind of thing, like trying to make something sound better than it really was. So I would look better. And, um, you know, the longer I stay in recovery and work steps and work a job and participate in a relationship, and I'm really getting to know the real me. And the real me underneath is just this bare bones tree that's solid in the ground. You know, that's kind of where I'm at today. I didn't start there, and that's for that's for certain. I did not start there, and I'm still learning about I'm learning about myself on a deeper level. It's and I I don't know if it's a more spiritual level. It feels like it. Um but you know some of the things that I have in my life today I prayed for when I was using. And part of addiction or or a mind that is full of desire and when i say desire i mean it's like desire is the root of all suffering i mean that's that's written a lot in buddhism and but you know if i i desire this better life than the one i have now then i can make myself miserable in the life I currently have that I actually really enjoy. <clears throat> and desire can also be fear of missing out, FOMO, as the kids say, F-O-M-O. And, you know, I lived like that for so long that I've really tried to stay in today. And we hear that a lot just for today or one day at a time hear that from 12-step groups, but you hear from other, you know, voices in life in general. And um, I think it's good policy because I know if I'm thinking about the past, something I regret, I feel ashamed. And if I am projecting into the future, I feel anxious. But if I am right here, recording this podcast at the lovely Recovery Nuggets studio, <laughs> then I'm present. I've got my, um, you know, I've got my books around me, my journals. I've got inspirational quotes in front of me that I look at when I'm reading or uh, every year I get a Zen calendar and January's actually Khalil Gibran is on that one too. It says beauty is a light in the heart. And, um, I did this guided meditation this morning and the woman that led the pra meditation prayer, she said that um, she was talking about uh, practicing compassion and patience with yourself. And she said, uh, 
she prayed for the patience to be compassionate with the unsettled areas of her heart. And what that meant to me was not everything in our heart is upset or hurting. There's a lot of our heart that has basic goodness and a drive to help others and be a part of others' lives. And and there are parts of each and every one of our hearts that still hurt over something. It could be the loss of a job, a loved one, the loss of who you thought you were going to be. I mean, I, I struggle with that sometimes. And uh, maybe there's a place in your heart with your body image. And, you know, I struggle with that too. But to hear that verbalized, someone say, just, you know, allow yourself the patience and compassion for the unsettled parts of your heart. It doesn't mean your whole heart is unsettled and that everything's terrible, but giving those areas of your heart and your spirit just a little more space and a little more um, compassion. And I like that. And so all of these things I'm talking about, this is just kind of one day of things that help me get through the day. And um, it might be a morning meditation, morning guided meditation pick up one of these books I have laying around and just read a paragraph and kind of um, contemplate the message. And, um, you know, some mornings I just write a couple of sentences. Other days I write two or three pages. And then when I go to work, you know, I, I really try to keep that with me. And there's some days it goes right out the door when I go out the door. You know, it's like... Uh, some people say just for today and uh, there are other days where it's like just for this morning and then I'm <laughs> it's gone. So, you know, circling back around to winter and recovery, we really are stripping away all of the illusions, all the masks that we put on our whole life. And so when you take out the drugs, the alcohol, the relationships, the compulsive behaviors, the excessive shopping, the gambling, uh, the obnoxious behavior, the um, abusive behavior, you know, some people that's their addiction or drama. When you take all those things away and you have quiet time with yourself, especially in the winter, you know, it's like it gets dark early. There's not a lot going on. So energetically you you really are kind of forced to deal with you and like for me i love football i mean i know it's it seems like a silly thing but not to everyone and there's a rhythm to it it's every sunday and um, now they have a couple other nights a week but when the season's almost over and the super bowl's coming up I get a little sad because I know that like my little three hour window on the weekends where I can just kind of numb out is getting ready to end for the year. And uh, then again, I'll be forced to be with me, you know, because I don't really, I don't watch a ton of TV and um, 
I'm not really into other sports. I follow them, but not not like football. Football's I don't know. I just associate um, excitement, food, relaxing Sunday afternoon. It's kind of my time that time of the year. You know, I just and uh, so once again, there I am. When when that's gone, I am forced to just participate in my life and not numb out. And I, th- I feel like recovery really is, it's a healing from the numbing out. It's walking away from the numbing out. And it's such an easy thing to do today. I mean, between the phones, music, streaming music, you can binge watch. I mean, whatever you want, however you want to numb out, you can do it. And then in the winter, we it was that writing was i really like that little excerpt because it's talking about all the luxuries we distract ourselves with all the you know auditory visual everything that we distract ourselves with in the winter we have a chance an opportunity to really take a look at it i mean the holidays are over um there was a little let down from that you know it's all the excitement building up to it i mean for me i like i like christmas and the holidays um some people don't i I get it but uh after there's a little bit of a letdown and um but looking forward you know i got a couple things planned that gonna go check out go to the mountains we're looking at going to costa rica yeah putting that into the universe in fact we have a friend that her and her husband just moved down there and they have invited us to come visit. And I've always wanted to go there. So it's on the bucket list of travel. So trying to think what else I would talk about in the winter. You know, I, I enjoy the cold and the crisp air. Um, there's something that is refreshing about it. You know, getting bundled up and go out and get get a walk in and get some fresh air, get that in your lungs. It um, there's a lot of people doing cryo and ice baths and things like that to get your body cold to help you with overall health. And um, I know it totally relaxes me when I get cold afterwards. And uh, so that's a good reminder as well as if you have some anxiety or you're stressed. Um, one thing you can do is you can put an ice pack on your neck or on your forehead and get cold and your body will focus on that. And a lot of times for me, that stuff will calm down and I'll be able to kind of catch my breath and, and get back into the present. Cause it does, it brings you right into the present. And so that's really about it for this week. Um, got a couple interviews coming up and, um, you know, I just wanted to reach out, put a little mini nugget out there, something for you to chew on and, you know, something to think about in your recovery. It's like, you know, we take the drug, drugs and alcohol away. There we are with the bear tree, no leaves in the winter, just stuck in solid ground. And um, we're forced, we're forced to be with ourselves. And so there's some things that I don't want to keep anymore now that I'm clean and 
as I go on, there's some things that I pick up and then eventually they fall away too, because they, they no longer serve at that time. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a great time for reflection. So I hope you're well, I hope your recovery is going well. Uh, I want to thank you for showing up to the episode and showing up for your recovery. If you are new, please give yourself a chance. Um, recovery is possible and I'm pulling for you. Much love. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening to Recovery Nuggets Podcast. Get in touch with the show via Instagram at Recovery Nuggets Podcast. Also, the email is recoverynuggetspodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify. Thank you for showing up for your recovery today. Recovery Nuggets Podcast and guests are not representatives of any 12-step program. I'm not a doctor, counselor, or therapist. I share my experience, strength, and hope. Guests of the show share their personal experiences and opinions. Take what you like and leave the rest. <laughs>